Welcome everyone. We're about to begin. This is Hashem Shalom Bayis, Shir number 211. We're going to continue um, based on the book called Talk to Me Like Someone You Love by Nancy Dreyfus, which is very scientifically proven um, flashcards and modes of communication that really, really enhance the connection between a husband and wife in, in a real great way. And today we're going to complete, we're going to go through 8 through 13. Again, to read the book, you recommend it to, to analyze it. But we're not going to just summarize the book or go through the book. So we're just going to basically mention the main points and the kudais of each one, of each uh, category of the communication that is stressed here. So in Shear number 208, to 10, uh, we discussed what she calls in the first um, section called shifting gears. This helps shift the focus off a problem to get to a point to, to connect in a real way and to start communicating in a healthy way. So number eight says as follows, I'm frankly confused about what's going on between us I need a little time to sort this out. Is that okay with you? This is a situation where they're having some type of disagreement with one another. And um, like we said um, in number seven, um, you know, I need my own space. Don't take it personally. This is something similar to that. And it's basically very often, it's just important to give space to one another to think things true through and not to be rash because very often when there's a tense situation and um, that creates a situation where it'll trigger a husband and a wife one to the other to make the other feel unimportant to, to become more domineering or to ridicule and this sort of stop sign to say hey you know let's put this aside for a mo- for a few moments or for a little bit of time um and let me just need time and um and let's let's and 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 let's have that space number 9 i don't need you to see this exactly as i do but i need uh you to hear where i'm coming from this is extremely extremely important and um for example when do you use this phrase or what she calls this flashcard? You use this when you sense that your husband or wife isn't really hearing you because they're afraid that if they do hear you, they'll have to believe something or do something that is, um, you know, something that they, they don't like or they're afraid of. And as they're afraid, sometimes they know you're right but they're afraid that if they take you seriously, they'll have to give up something that they hold dear. So you need to realize that a lot of times. When, let's say, you, husband or wife, makes no difference, uh, points out to the other one about a point that you're making, sometimes the, 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 the one you're, you're speaking to feels defensive, you know, and they think to themselves, she or he may be right, but I can't give this up right now. So to assure them and to calm them down, you basically say, and you acknowledge, I don't need you to see this exactly as I do. 
I understand you have resistance. I understand you may not see my viewpoint exactly like I, but I just, and I don't want necessarily you to make sudden changes or, or, or sacrifice anything right now, but I do need you to hear my point of view and really understand it. Even if you're not committing to make a, a decision change right now, but I need you to really feel and express and understand what I'm trying to convey. And that is tremendous. This is tremendous. And this is what this statement and this card actually does. Because otherwise, a lot of times you're at a standstill about whether you should go here or there or whatever it is for Shabbos and so on and so forth. And you're, you're at a standstill. This definitely helps open up the conversation to move forward. That you deserve to be heard. I deserve to be heard. And you deserve to be heard. And we're going to attempt as much as possible to hear each other out. Another thing that would comes up that this would help very, very much is when you're ready to own up to the fact that everything that you've done so far has been to an effort to see, to get your partner, your husband or wife, to see things exactly like you do. That's a human condition and that's normal. And by saying this, you're acknowledging that you have a right to a different viewpoint than me. And I'm not going to force you to change your viewpoint because I have that viewpoint. I don't, I don't need you to see this exactly as I do, but I do need you to hear where I am coming from. This is such a, a powerful tool to use and to adapt and to practice. Not only between husband and wife, but any ben adam lechaveirai, or or chavrusis for that matter, that are you know, tr- you know, arguing over different points of of what they're arguing about in Torah. Or two two people that are paiskim, real paiskim, and they're on the opposite sides of the fence from one another, and they're not going to change their minds. They they have a strong viewpoint, and they really feel they're right about a particular shaila, as an example. And let's say they're sitting by your dinner, and they're schmoozing it over, and they're they're arguing because they both are on an opposite one hundred eighty degree difference in the way they paskin about something, as an example. But nevertheless, they could talk in Tyra, and they could use this very point, this very point that says that I don't need you to see this exactly as I do, but I do need to hear where, need you to hear where I'm coming from. In other words, you may have, I brought a riot to my uh, psak in this uh, halacha, be based on learning the Gemara this way, right? And I'm asking you, you learned it a different way, but consider it. Consider, at least, you don't have to agree with me, but try to understand where I'm coming from. And by husband and wife, that's very crucial. Number 10, there is something really important I need to say to you, and I would like you to truly listen and not react, at least for five minutes anyway. This is also a tremendous tool that opens up a tremendous mode of communication, um, that basically you're going to, you know, let's, you're both, let's say, on opposite, uh, at odds with each other about something, and you know you're going to approach a breach a subject to your husband or to your wife about something they really don't like or they really don't agree with you. Or, for example, you want to, you know, there's a vacation that 
you know, you know is coming up that the two of you are going to take a vacation and you have a mind that you really want to do something and you have a feeling that your husband or your wife, whichever one, like I said, it goes both ways, will probably not agree with you either because it'll cost too much or, or whatever the reasons are. And the way you do this is like that, that I, it's really important. I need to say this and just l- truly, truly listen for the first five minutes. And then afterwards, you, 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 if you disagree and see it another way, 100%. This flashcard, number 10, or these words gives you like a five-minute mute button, which is very rare, but it's so powerful. A mute button means basically you're saying that you're listening. Mute doesn't mean mute. It means you're actually listening in a non-critical way, in a thoughtful way, about what your husband or wife is telling you, even though it's something that you really don't like that much or don't agree with or have an opposite point of view even, but you say, no, these five minutes, after the five minutes are up, I could express why I feel differently. But in these five minutes, I am going to absorb what you're saying and trying to understand your point of view as best as I can. Number 11, Fear not, I'm not on a tear. I just want to say one simple thing. This is very important that uh, sometimes when a person's excited or impassioned about something, let's say, again, it could go both ways, but let's say the wife feels very strongly about something and tells her husband about something that she wants done differently, or even if she's upset about something, but instead of, but she's really not in a bad mood, but she may just say it insensitively, but instead she holds back and basically says to her husband, I want to point out something that's important to me. And you, you basically say, I'm not on a tear. I'm not on a tear means I am not upset. I'm not on a temper tantrum. And I'm going to just say this in a simple, calm way of why I feel X, Y, and Z about something that should have or, 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 you know, was done, what shouldn't have been done, and so on and so forth. And you just say it, and, 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 and that's basically a tremendous tool as well. In other words, and really say that one simple thing that you want to convey, and so on and so forth. So that's another example. Number 12, I've been so focused on being heard, I didn't see how much sense you were really making. This also is a tremendous, these, all of these things that, and again, you have the PDF, you really should look at these words and think it through and realize there's so many marriage situations where you could use these words and these tools to really, really help you. And here is another example. An example is, is when a husband and wife, let's say, are, were odds at each other. We'll go with the husband's case. Let's see, the husband really, really was on a 180-degree different uh, feeling about something than his wife, doesn't understand what it, where his wife's coming from, and felt that way for a long time. But, but again, he breaks that pattern and thinks and realizes she must have a reason why she feels this way or thinks this way. And the husband needs to acknowledge sometimes, you know, I've been so focused about being heard myself or about what my opinions are that I didn't really see how much you really, or how really much sense you are making and how logical you are when you're disagreeing with me about this. 
and you're acknowledging here, and it's not necessarily again. On, on most of these cases here, you could agree to disagree and work on some type of compromise, even though you don't see eye to eye perfectly. Here is not a matter just of seeing eye to eye. Here is a matter of seeing that I was so focused on what I felt, I didn't see how much sense you were really making, meaning I see your point of view. Very often, by the way, is if you, let's, as a husband, disagrees with your wife about something, most of the time you could find ways that, that for example, it's like 60% you feel this way, and you hear the logic of the other 40% of what your wife is saying, it's not like 100-0, like you can't relate at all to what your wife is saying, or the husband to uh, wife to husband. It usually doesn't work like that. Any type of disagreement usually has two sides to it. So sometimes you focus on your own, you realize that your wife has a po- another point of view that is valid, or your husband has a point of view that is valid, but you feel that this, how you feel, that overrides it. Like you're 60% this way and 40% this way, and your wife is the opposite, 60% this way and 40% that way, and you're arguing over that extra, you know, nuance. And by just, even if, again, even if you'll agree to disagree, and there won't be a full-cut solution, or you'll have to come out to a compromise, but this very fact diffuses the tension I've been so focused on being heard and I didn't see how much sense you're really making. And you could find on that 40% that you disagree with because you're leaning towards the other 60% or the, or even if it's 10% or even if it's 5%, something there where you really see that there is an aspect of truth and logic to what your husband and wife is saying, even though you don't see it that way. And that's another important tool. And number 13, and we'll end off the shear with this one because the next one is on a different, um, you know, a different focus, is this. I was making a a big deal out of something that just isn't that important and I want to let it go. How this number 13 here, the bar mitzvah of flashcards, the maturity of flashcards, is is, is such a way... This is, shows how authentic you really are. This shows a sense of maturity, of how mature you really are. When you acknowledge to yourself, I felt strongly about something, and we argued about this, and I really felt strongly about this. And, but now I see that I overblew the situation. I overblew the situation. I care, was carrying on, and I overreacted and so on and so forth. And um, and then you realize that you went overboard, and you're acknowledging it to your spouse. I Yes, I was making a bigger deal about this than I should have been. The husband needs to tell this to the wife very often. The wife needs to tell this to the husband very often. You know, this thing that I was very hyper-focused on, and, and sometimes it comes out in the form of humras, by the way, where a husband needs to, whether it's Pesach time or any other type of time, where he was very mocked with a certain thing, realized later that it created a lot of needless tension. There was a way to do it and a way to do this, do it. And he realized he went overboard with it. And he needs to, at some point, acknowledge to his wife, you know, 
I overdid it with this Chumrah, or I overdid it with making you crazy on Erev Shabbos to do this and this, and to put pressure on you and create more tension uh, for you. And now I realize I didn't have to do that. I was making a bigger deal about something than I should have been, even in the halachic realm, and certainly in other realms as well. So we will uh, finish this section of this. So all these 13 that we did so far is all on the concept of shifting gears. Shifting gears means that you may be in a pattern of a disagreement or an emotional blockage from one to the other, of being overly defensive or not listening to one another or being overly upset or not seeing the other person's point of view or, 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 or being overwhelmed and needing some space. And, 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 and all these 13 helps what she calls shifting gears to allow you to start again and listen again, to become less defensive now. To tell the other person, I'm not saying no to you. I just have a need here that I need to be met. And you listen and you ask to be listened to with an open heart. And to explain to the other person, your husband or your wife, you're not a bad person for feeling this way. All I want to, I just need to feel loved and that's all. And we need, we want to repair this. I want to repair this. I want it to be more friendlier between us. I know it's tense now, but I want us to have a more friendlier relationship. And, um, and we don't need to always see exactly the same way in a, you know, the exact same point of view, but we could hear each other out and we could truly listen to one another and we could truly not react in an in a immature way to one another and not, and to say and 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 to and um, to realize to acknowledge when I was too self self absorbed or making too big of a deal about something, and I want to let it go now. So all of these tools, these thirteen cards, it's good to listen, read all these phrases, and think about situations that came up, and how you could use those phrases in order to alleviate tension and to bring harmony between the two of you. Have a wonderful day.